Alright everybody, hello and welcome back to our usual side sister show. Andrew, you take it away. Uh, well, I guess we're a special episode, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, a special episode showing up on our Invincible Principle feed. Indeed. We're not going to be talking about Invincible today. Not this week. So if you if you caught up on the volume and you and you really are excited, you're going to have to wait until next episode. Because we're not talking about Invincible this week. But thank you for reading ahead. Even though we haven't posted an episode in about a month. Yeah. You guys no. can uh, wait a little bit longer. We kind of did like an accidental break. I noticed yeah. that. I was like, oh, we're sort of all sleeping. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spring thaws, whatever. Fair, fair. Uh, but today we have a special guest with us. Um, he's uh, a... Longtime friend of me and Brennan. Um, Brennan and I. Brennan and I. Whatever. I'm not You're an English th- teacher. Th- teacher. <laughs> um, Aren't you an English is, teacher? Yeah, he teaches English. No, I teach <laughs> art <laughs> and drama. Art and drama. Um, but yeah, it is uh, is our good friend Miguel McKenna. Indeed, hey guys. Thanks for show. having me. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Is we glad to be here. What show are we on right now? Invincible Principle. Fuck yeah! yeah. Oh, he knows well, the name. Say the name of <laughs> there it. we go. Patented TM. No. <laughs> um, I don't even know if we introduced ourselves. We did. I introduced you. I said like, oh, it's Andrew. Andrew take yeah, it away. I mentioned it was Brennan. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, uh, Miguel's here. Uh, we're going to stray from our usual format where we yeah. discuss an episode, a volume of Invincible, well, uh, and we're going to talk about comic books and most importantly, uh, Miguel's comic book, Blockman and Punch. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. You know, I, it's funny when I we, we lived together a few years back, and in that time, mm-hmm. you'd you'd come up to me and like show me little slides you had written of this, and you'd walk me in a punch, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, <laughs> not bad." And now, years later, it's actually a published comic book you can get off Amazon right now. Yeah, on so Amazon right now. <laughs> <laughs> that, that title again is Blockman and Punch by Miguel McKenna. <laughs> it feels so nice to say that, to, right? to hear that. It's also really nice to say that I have a publisher now because then I can always just be like, oh, I was just talking yeah. to my publisher the other day. And yeah. who is that publisher? Let's give him a shout out. Right it's now. Paranoid, but it's sorry, it's published by Paranoid American, which is a publisher, uh, publisher out in Orlando, Florida. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, I was pitching it to like I was sending it to other publishers and I was hearing nothing bad. And then I noticed that this guy had followed me for years on like all my posts. And nice. And I just like shot him a message after you know not hearing anything back about other, from other publishers. I just sent him a message. I was like, "Hey, do you want to publish my book?" And he said, "Yes." Oh, and that's then, awesome. And he just uh, yeah. And then we're you know, helping people. Yeah, about like five or six months later, and it comes out. Fuck yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I gotta say too, it's, it's, re- it's really amazing to see this thing like in its full form, <laughs> completely bounded and ready, and like because. You and I met back in film school years mm-hmm. ago and made a bunch of short films. If anyone's out there, you should check those out. <laughs> <laughs> but during that time, you you were always illustrating, you were always writing, yeah. you were always like a really big, like almost historian on comic books, much like Andrew. You guys kind of collectively taught me my education on comic books. Yeah. You know, like I got into it because of Walking Dead, but you guys have been reading for a long, 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 long time. Yeah, I've been reading since, I think I was like two years old. I was like, com- it started with newspaper comics, obviously. Yeah. Which And I still have a love for, like I still have some books, like Farside books. And, oh, nice. uh, yeah. and what else? What was the other one? Calvin and Hobbes, obviously, and then uh, Bloom County, and then Outland, which oh, is yeah. by Berkeley Breathed. He's like, uh, it's very like topical uh, political humor, but it's very fucking funny as well. Nice. I um, actually, I actually got into comic books um, through my uncle on my mom's side, who passed away. I was like two or three when he passed away, but he was uh, he was an art teacher and was an artist. Um, I have a bunch of his paintings and stuff at home. Uh, but he had a few, he had like a handful of comics that he thought were very like artistically important to him or, yeah. and his styles. Um, and I got those 
my mom gave them to me when I was like four or five. And it was one issue of Spider-Man where he fights Will the Wisp. <laughs> and there's like a backup story about one of the first um, Spider Slayers. Mm. And then the other one was volume one, uh, was the first issue of Jack Kirby's The Eternals. Oh, that's a great book. And that Jack like, Kirby. that like just, that being the first comic book I read now, I'm just like, oh my God, that like totally understand why I'm into some of the shit that I'm in. Because of right. like Kirby's colors and yeah. like all that stuff. Like that really set me up for success. Well, I mean, if you're reading comic books and you don't have a healthy respect for Jack Kirby, then what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> right? right? I couldn't agree more. Like yeah. I actually, like I'm, a, I'm an art and drama teacher right now. And in my art class, I always cover, um, I always have a little introduction where I get kids to talk about like the pieces of art that they do know mm -hmm. or what their favorite if they have a favorite artist like who, who is it mm -hmm. and I always show them all of my influences and stuff because mm -hmm. I answer the questions I'm like you guys need to get to know me I need to get to know you mm -hmm. and one of the pictures I show them is um, an NFL ad that Jack Kirby did huh. that is just like celestial beings <laughs> playing like hyper football <laughs> like the football looks like a spaceship oh, bring wait, it up for you guys wait, wasn't this like a thing for like it was like a like a Burger King. It was a thing for the NFL. Yeah. Okay. Like, I remember, well, like, I remember being like, yeah, there was an advertisement for it once where it was like yeah. Marvel characters or something as like, uh, like I don't. <laughs> these weren't the these weren't characters. I have a thing in front of me. I can pull it up for you. Wasn't guys. there action figures too? It's like um, eight year old me. This was like, just like an ad. This was an ad for the NFL. Oh, okay. Um, that I show them. Go sports. I don't know. But like, it's, it's his colors and stuff that are super crazy. <laughs> Um, fuck sports. Then, <laughs> Where do you think we are okay. right now? Side note, what the fuck is a spider slayer? A spider slayer uh, was a suit of armor okay. that was created by... Um, Tony Stark? No, it's... Um, <laughs> I forget his first name because I woke up a big Spider-Man guy. Uh, Alistair Smythe? Oh. Um, if you saw the 90s Spider-Man cartoons... That's right? Yeah, if you saw okay. the 90s Spider-Man cartoons, like Spider-Man the Animated buddy. Series, mm. yeah, you, they had a whole thing on Spider Slayers. Okay. This one, he was in a chair and stuff, right? Yeah. So he built, like, basically a remote control suit. Okay. okay. Uh, but it's, like, the 60s or 70s, right? So it's, like, a tube TV for a head <laughs> and stuff. Like, oh it's fucking God. super out there. <laughs> sounds like um, I love out like... Those like golden and silver age designs for characters that are just so ridiculous. Like just yeah. the, the dumbest designs. Those are like my favorite design. <laughs> I try to incorporate that into everything illustration that I do. I gotta say too, with Blockman and Punch, the costumes are very like they're they're. I wouldn't. I was gonna say minimalist. What am I trying to sound like here? But like they're they're very like you'd you'd see that in like a silver age sort of golden age kind of era. Yeah, like, I, I want to think if this was like the '90s extreme, these there'd be like muscle pads and shit. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of them's just wearing like plain clothes, but they both wear like the eye mask things, like um, like, like the, the Domino Ninja mask, Turtles. Yeah. yeah, the Domino mask, like the Ninja Turtles, and then Blockman is kind of like a like a fat bald version of Mega Man. That's from the video games. I appreciate <laughs> Blockman a lot. As I read it, I went, yeah, no, you and me, so buddy. Funny. I'm like 50. How you doing? I love that he's basically a chunky Mega Man. Um, yeah, switch agree. back to hop back to the Jack Kirby. Yeah, I brought it Jack up on our screen here. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, and then this is like the football. It looks like a fucking like, spaceship Look grenade. football. Damn. Hug it, chug it, football. <laughs> Woo! Uh, but yeah, like I always show them this because of the super like neon colors yeah. and shit, right? Because Jack Kirby was a madman with color. So I love your, your video right now. This would be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. His, uh, his thing of... Fuck you. Right his now. Silver Surfer books are some of my favorite. 
Yeah, I love Silver Surfer. I love Silver. Yeah, I yeah. really fucking do. His celestial that. stuff is mm-hmm. like is what he's most well known for. Actually, he he did um he did like Dark Seed or Dark Side oh, yeah. and stuff for DC. He, okay, yeah. yeah when he, he yeah, when he quit Marvel, yeah, he went to DC guys. for a while. Yeah, he went to uh, he was doing the Eternals, and then they didn't really want to do anything else with them. Yeah, and then the guys over at DC were like, "Hey, like you can create a whole section that is just like that." So that's how we got the New Gods. Yeah. And why like, like Orion, the original Eternals yeah. and the New Gods were kind of like similar like aesthetically okay. and yeah. stuff like that too and then like DC just never like fucked with them like they still yeah. look they might Jack Kirby-ish yeah absolutely <laughs> I gotta say too did you guys see it you, you saw Eternals did you see Eternals no I didn't I didn't either oh yeah I've, I've seen every Marvel off. movie yeah I know, I know you have I don't feel the need to I'm starting to dropping off I'm starting to drop off on those movies they kind of I'm getting a bit of fatigue. Fatigue, yeah. yeah. That's fair. I uh, I will go That's... see the Guardians of the Galaxy because I really love those movies. Yeah, and, and the team and stuff, like the characters, I love so much. So yeah, well, that, that is something too, right? Like superhero fatigue is kind of a big thing. We're like we're getting oversaturated with the same kind of heroes. That's crazy. Right? We're to bring it back, Blockman and Punch. Yeah, these are not your average heroes. <laughs> no, these are not your average fucking heroes. Well, like, what I mean... are their powers? Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I designed them to be like a parody of superheroes, kind of. But I didn't want, I don't want to call this book a, par- a superhero parody. Because that implies that all the humor is just about uh, superhero well, stuff. It's when yeah. really, I make jokes about whatever I want yeah. it, throughout the book. No, which totally. Is, which is preferred for me, so... There were but, moments in this where it felt like I was like reading a Venture Brothers like episode mixed a bit uh, yeah. with like with like fucking like Axe Cop. Yeah, and a bit of Simpsons as well for yeah, good measure. Yeah, no, totally. I, um, yeah, no. I, so Blockman is, I get yeah. So it's Blockman and Punch. Blockman is a fat, bald, middle-aged husky. guy. Husky, yeah. husky, husky man. <laughs> he. he uh, his he's ability. Homer Simpson. He's Homer. Like, yeah. He looks like, he's, he he's built yes. like Homer Simpson. He's like, yeah, Maybe yeah. a skinnier Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he, which is definitely like, a huge Homer influence. does cardio. Yeah. He's a, a, in the design as Homer Simpson, absolutely. But Homer's uh, also a famous and skilled surfer. In his <laughs> I was like, all right. Fuck yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> so Blockman can block anything, but he can't take a single hit or else he's out down mm. for the count. And so he has a sidekick named Punch who... Uh, Incredibly fast. Yeah, no, he. Sorry, I fucked that up. (laughs) You can cut this out. (laughs) Blockman's not going to, man. Just cut that, reverse it, and go again. Damn, we smoked so much weed before this. (laughs) We we don't condone any. Yes, we do. Yeah, (laughs) fuck that. We We live in a place where it's legal. Smoke weed, guys. I'm thirty years old. I don't smoke weed anymore. This is fucking me up. You're thirty now, right? You're exactly thirty. You hit. Yeah. I don't know where you. I don't know where you think you went wrong. I'm pushing thirty-four, and I'm loving. Okay. You <laughs> Blockman can block anything in the world, pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. But he can't hit for any like shit. Like he can't. He, all he can do is block. Yep. And fair. so his sidekick is Punch, who can't take a single hit, or else he's out. Or, but his punches are like the best in the mm-hmm. game. Yeah. So he can kick anyone's ass. It's a brick wall and a glass <clears throat> can. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. quote him, he is the punches of a rocket launcher. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, which I really respect. Yeah. And I, I like to illustrate his punches in a way that. Um, I don't know. I try and make it humorous. Every little face, like, yeah. There's one where this is my favorite. One of my favorite images in the book is just this the image of this, oh, guy, yeah. this guy's face getting punched one in. One of the mutant, uh, yeah, nerds. yeah, one with of the mutant nerds with his bottom teeth out. sticking yeah. out. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Nice. that's great. Very good. One thing I will say, and I told you this when you handed these to me as black and white fucking PDFs. Mm-hmm. 
um, and I will say it till the day I die. They are some of the most beautifully drawn panels I have Thanks, ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like you, you pack in so much fucking detail into every single panel. Yeah, and like you don't like. I don't know. It's hard. You guys have to like. I don't care if you buy the book. Well, I care if you buy the book. Buy the book. Yeah, buy the book. But if you're even now. a little bit, if, if you're even a little bit like wondering about the art. Like, you know how much we gu- we gush about Ryan Otley on oh, here? Oh, we love Ryan Otley. So, like, we, we are super pro-artists. Like, go and check out Miguel's work on... You, I'm assuming you have some of your work on your Instagram. Oh, yeah, tons. Yeah. What is your Instagram? My, Shout it out. My yes. Instagram is, is the McKenna Reserve. Uh, so... Yeah. It'll be in the description Absolutely. as well, guys. Are you on um, Twitter as well? Same no, thing? No. no? Okay, that's so just the only thing I'm on. I don't really Twitter like is Elon media. Musk's, like, midlife yeah, crisis, <laughs> so, like, <laughs> fucking bail on that. Um, cool. but, so, McKenna... The McKenna Reserve. Absolutely. Yeah. There we go. Uh, but, yeah, like, this is, like, some of the, like... It's classic, mm-hmm. but it's, like, so refreshingly, like, detailed to a degree that wasn't done then, yeah. which makes it so nice. Like... Yeah. You can definitely see that you were influenced by like comic strips, like you said. Like, yeah, I wanted like, to keep it very old school in its and the way it's portrayed and the way it shows it tells the story. Very yeah. classic. Like one of the big inspirations on the book is actually Tang Tang. Uh, oh yeah, Tintin tin for, tin for you Anglophones. <laughs> I'm slightly, I'm a, yeah. I'm a slight hick. Okay, it's Tintin. Yeah. I am a, I'm an unabashed yeah. hick. I'm from the interlake. So what he would do, what he would, what Hergé would do was that he would pack every page with so many panels and so many detail, but they were so much yeah. detail, but they were all small panels, and uh, and it, like it would tell the story very fast and expediently, which yeah. I really appreciate, and um, yeah, and that's why. You see every Tintin book, it's printed in a large format, which is what I wanted to do with this one too, because mm-hmm. any, if the pages were any smaller, they would just be cluttered, but was, now they're just dense. They I was actually work. curious about that when I got it. I was very surprised at the size of the book, because it's more of your, like, I don't, I... It's like a magazine size. It, yeah, it's a magazine, that's the word I was looking for. It's yeah. like the old Conan yeah, format absolutely. books. Yeah. Um, Another big influence. That's how Conan yeah. was done. Like it was kind of done like this. Savage Sword yeah. of Conan. Savage Sword of Conan. They printed Conan it in magazine the format so they could get around some of the uh, some of the censorship restrictions, yeah. so they could show tits and violence. Yeah. That, so they printed it in a larger format, so it's like, no, this is a magazine, not a comic book. So, <laughs> so we could put like tits heavy metal. In, yeah. 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 Fucking yeah. heavy metal. Exactly. And that's yeah. that was another book that did the same nice. thing. So, so they, like, they had an excuse to put tits and people getting their heads. Sidetrack because I know you'll appreciate yeah. this. My graduation gift from a family friend was two apple crates full of Savage Sword of Conan oh. magazine format. <laughs> I want all of them. They were so, like, they were so good. They sat, like, I got to an age in high school when my sister moved out and I, was, yeah. I had the complete run in the basement, which yeah. had its own bathroom. And, like, both those apple crates were stacked up in the bathroom so that I had to your bathroom access. reader? <laughs> yeah. And I read through them because, like, before that, for, like, 10 years from when I was, like, 5 to, like, 15, mm-hmm. all I had to read in the bathroom was Archie comics. Yeah. So I was like... Oh, hey, man. Joking, joking I would go and read... Like, I would read fucking, like, on, X-Men man. and stuff in my room. And I would read Archie comics when I was taking a shit. And then I put this Savage Sword of Conan in there. And I got... Like, there were times where I, I'm just sitting in the bathroom for, like, an hour just reading oh, Savage Sword of Conan. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You get him, knuckleheads. Get up to oh, Ar- <laughs> Archie, that's great. Dude, Jughead... Everyone's sleeping on Jughead. He knows what's up. Yeah. I gotta say, you know you really, really had a good Conan session when you can't even fucking stand up from the toilet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, there was totally times where I was just like, I was done, like, I was done using the bathroom, like, 45 minutes ago. I just read, like, 15 issues of the Savage Sword of Conan because I was trying to get through a story because they would put, like, they would serialize, like, the novels and stuff. So 
you would have a storyline that would go for like 15, 20 issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they would just pretty much adapt a lot of the stuff from, fuck, what was his name? Robert E. Howard. Robert E. Yeah. Howard's novel. So yeah. Dude, Conan goes deep. Eh? There's like fucking novels, there's comics. Yep. You don't movies. even know how big of an influence that was on something like uh, like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And D&D as well. Uh, Berserk as well. Yeah, and Berserk. I mean, huge Berserk. Conan. Oh, yeah. Berserk, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. It's, I gotta say, uh, side note, do, can I can I get can you get a video game from you? Can I get the money? What the Blockman? Yeah. Can I, can I get that from you? Like, I uh, that's what you for that? That's a joke that, that I cool? that I really like because I do. You really, do it in every issue. There's like you can yeah. buy like there's like a video game. There's action oh, yeah, figures. And I was like, I was like, dude, can I get that video game? Those ads. Can I get that one? Oh, pretty cool. Yeah, I put ads at <laughs> the bottom just for humor. I fucking love that. That was yeah. great. I really, that really brought me back. Those action it. figures I got to save up for though, eighty bucks. Yeah. I was like, wow, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude. I uh, yeah, no, <laughs> Blockman and Punch had a, a Super Nintendo game in nineteen ninety two. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> I drew it exactly to look like a Super Nintendo <laughs> yeah, it, cartridge. I get like, you like twelve bucks in that time right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one there, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Page <laughs> nine for those following at home. Absolutely. Yeah. You gotta get your copy of, of Blockman and Punch on Amazon right I will now. Say, that is actually There'll be near, a link on the Instagram, I swear. That is actually at the bottom of one of my favorite pages. And this was a page I, ta- I remember like pointing out to you in particular mm-hmm. when, when I saw it in black and white. And that's like the sunset on the beach. Absolutely. I've yeah. never, and I swear, to, like I've read thousands of comics. I've never seen a sunset like that, mm-hmm. where the characters actually have like the proper shadowing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that's I mean, super impressive, man. That's like, easy to pull off. I'm pumping the hell out of your tires. You, like, right slave now. away at fucking board. Yeah, board. actually, Brennan has. When we lived together, he's seen me draw for hours yeah. and not yeah. leave my room. I remember being like, "Dude, do you want to like join a game or something? Or like we can like go no. smoke?" You're like, "I'm drawing." And I was like, "Fucking." Okay, well, fuck. Dude. I remember there were times where. I would, there were like, times where I would come over to watch something, and Miguel would be like, "Oh yeah, I'll watch, I'll watch that with you." And then he like brings his little desk out yeah. with him and is sitting yeah. there drawing while we're yeah, watching like, fucking stupid. Like, I double looked and I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm doing it. <laughs> like, I'm at home. I'll listen to a movie while <laughs> I draw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it pays off. I feel like the book because um, I worked on it over like two years, so yeah. it's very, it's a very long process. I feel like uh, I'm not the personally. And this is just the artists beating themselves up. I'm not a big fan of the art in the first issue, the first chapter. But then I think really? every chapter onward, uh, you see it get better, which is interesting. Uh, I'd like oh, to say, I really appreciate you mentioning me in the forward or in the preface as well. I slated away at this book for over two years through two different day jobs, two different relationships, <laughs> several different living situations. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Oh, I got a mention in the book. I was like, I'm in there. I'm a part of his history. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, I will say that. I laughed. I laughed out loud. I was like, "Oh yeah, cool." <laughs> my favorite, my favorite, like page is in like I think it's issue three, the one with fucking the high high man. Oh, that's a uh, chapter oh. four. Oh, that's we're, chapter if we're four? talking about that, I gotta talk about that too. Yeah, my, that's my favorite standalone. Not <laughs> necessarily because it's about drugs, but just because the co- like the comedic fucking tone on it like hits. So oh, hard. Yeah. I wanted it to be like a like one of those old PSAs you'd see in a cartoon about not taking drugs. Yeah. Where Blockman and Punch try and teach these kids to take drugs, and then we came up with this hero whose like motivations are very uh, very well, ambiguous or nebulous because he want he's a hero, but his 
his uh, goal is to teach kids how to take drugs safely, <laughs> but not how to teach kids how to not take drugs at all. Yeah. He's like, but do it responsibly. And then so Block Man and Punch have to be like, we should just they're kids. They yeah. probably shouldn't be taking drugs at all. Well, I gotta say, as a person that has spent a few unfortunate years in the world of psychedelics and other party life, <laughs> you, you I really brother. laughed at this shit. <laughs> and also, like, I gotta say, this one panel of them, like, in the Huffland, the Huffland dimension, oh, yeah. this reminds me of that time I got you do two like posters for me that was like the Vikings on shrooms and then like oh, yeah. the Catlanders thing was yeah. very much like this and I was like fuck yeah I wanted to get you to colorize this or something <laughs> <laughs> I uh I really uh I really like that one I took a lot of inspiration from Jack Kirby obviously <laughs> yeah but also the um, very apparent man like I loved it who is it the the uh the Steve Ditko um Doctor Strange books. Oh yeah, I'm on like yeah. Thor too. Like isn't like Thor Thor's Ragnarok was like hugely inspired by a bunch of fucking nerds on acid in the 60s. <laughs> Jack Kirby, yeah, yeah, the 1960s stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Dicko, the, the Dicko Strange stuff totally makes. Yeah, sense, his his Doctor Strange that, books. Yeah, I really cool. liked his art. Yeah, yeah, Steve yeah. Ditko, right? Yeah, Steve yeah, Ditko. Yeah, he made the question one of my favorite superheroes. He also created. Oh, yeah, yeah, he created yeah, Doctor yeah. Strange and Spider Man as well. Fuck yeah! Of course he did. Yeah, yeah. Steve and but Steve Ditko also. Very me. bold. <laughs> fuck you. Very bold use of uh, very bold use of color. Yeah. In those, um, my high school library had a Steve Ditko like art book mm -hmm. that I would always like. They were very like cautious to lend it to me because they knew it was very expensive. I don't know how they ended up with it, right. but some of the stuff that was in there, like even the stuff, some of the stuff that he was doing for Captain America and like yeah. Nick Fury at the time, nice. like when Nick Fury had his own book, was like crazy because of like his color use and sometimes he gets overshadowed by jack kirby but steve yeah. ditko is really an incredible artist 100 percent. they're kind of like a superman batman kind of like a, they're always rolling together like they're often in the same conversations these two yeah. guys right like them and like stan lee right yeah kind yeah. of were like fucking rat pack of comics back in the day <laughs> well, like, kinda, let's make some characters boys i kind of feel like <laughs> kirby <laughs> left for dc and then ditko really stepped up Shoes. Absolutely. Look at how much of his characters and got like, bought. Like, own. It's like Charlton Comics was putting on a bunch of Ditko's characters, and DC bought all of his characters, and it's like so you get like Peacemaker for DC and shit like that. Yeah, and then he, and then he worked at Marvel for a long time too. Did, like, yeah. like I think he started for he especially became a name after Kirby left Marvel. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. That was when he really stepped up because that was when he was doing Strange. From what I understand, he's a very prickly man as well. <laughs> <laughs> very yeah. Just saying, he shaved often. Yeah. <laughs> um. Speaking of, because we've been talking about it a lot, the color. Oh, uh, you did all the coloring and stuff too for them, right? I did everything. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's something to say too. You draw them and you color it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I write them, I, draw, I illustrate them, and I color them in. Um, I did write them with a couple, like my, my buddy Brendan uh, helped me. He created the characters. Uh, he's an idiot. And, uh, <laughs> and he gets credit on it too. He did yeah. Oh, he yeah, gets no, credit. He yeah, gets yeah. credit on He helped create them. He, cre he created the characters and brought them to me. And I was like, those are stupid. A guy who blocks and a guy who punches, that's really fucking stupid. <laughs> and then years later, I'm like, you know what? I can actually write a lot of really funny, like, good comedy stories with these guys. Yeah. Uh, where they have weird, wild adventures. Uh, but yeah, I illustrated all myself. Um, it's not really indicative of the art that I do. Uh, I tend to get even more detailed and more fantastical uh, and, like, a little, not realism, I would say, but, like, a, a healthy dose of cartoonishness and, yeah. and uh, detail. Like, uh, but Blockman and Punch is decidedly a little bit more loose in the art style. I try to keep it not as, not, I don't want to get too serious about it. Like, I don't design a bunch of things beforehand. 
I just kind of draw them as it comes. There's maturity in the subtlety to a lot of it, though. Where like you start reading the book and you feel this like sense of like, oh, this seems very like safe and like PG, mm-hmm. and like you know, and then you start to like, if you pay attention to the writing as well as even the storytelling you have with your illustrations is like. There's like adult tones in this. Like for instance, yeah. like when Blockman goes through his like protein shake journey, which I won't ruin. If you haven't read it. Yeah. But like the way it has this anticlimactic, but like very grounded. Like yeah, that's how that would fucking go. <laughs> like, like I was like, good for him. Good for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I was like, there's this subtlety and maturity into this. Oh, when like, he gets addicted to it. Yeah. 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 And I was like, whoa. Like, but like also, I like your Molotov cocktails inspired kind of like. Like Lady with Black. that was yeah. crazy. My, my the other person who helped write on it was my cousin Jesse. Oh yeah, uh, Jesse Labossier. He uh, uh, he just wrote one issue. He wrote that one with the uh, Lady Whiplash, which is chapter five. He he wrote chapter five. He sent oh, me the really? script. Yeah, he sent me the whole script, and I was like, you know, the book needs one more chapter. I actually really like the script. I didn't have to do much to it. I just added a few jokes here. Oh okay, cool. And otherwise, it's all him, and uh, it's, I think it's really funny. That has my uh, my partner Danny's uh, favorite panel and oh. sequence of it. When, when he knocks her into the wall, she just oh. loved how detailed it was that you could see like her outline in the wall and stuff. And then the Murphy <laughs> bed flips. And down. then the Murphy yeah. bed. Yeah. Also, I'm, the 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 very tasteful painting. Yeah, is very oh, yeah. nice. It has my favorite side <laughs> ad at the end. One of my favorite ads at the end is is in that one where they have her and her sidekick Gimp have their own book yeah. oh. and it's one panel and then the book decides to never see these characters <laughs> again because they're very gross uh, I was going to say, say if this ever ends up becoming a cartoon series of any kind even a pilot I want to I want to voice the pyramid <laughs> I just want to yeah. yeah I really want to put because yeah. some of the best lines I put dream casting for every character at the back of the book I saw that I didn't see that uh, I understand who, I'll have to compete with who you chose yeah I cho- for the Illuminati King I chose Jeff Goldblum so oh fuck you have to come I'm fucked yeah. I'm so fucked you have to compete oh, with Goldblum at least you thought about it though yeah. at least you thought about it though I really appreciate that he seems like a possible get <laughs> mm-hmm Right, he's yeah. not doing much. We didn't go on. I, I mean, the other characters. I mean, Blockman <laughs> and Punch played by James Gandolf. Me, oh, guy's been dead for like ten years. So. Can, I, can I? No. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Um, one thing that I really appreciated was the return of the Nazi lady. Oh yeah, like I was very happy. The very to first chapter. Yeah, yeah, I was so happy to see her in there. I was just like, oh, that poor lady who got injected with Nazi with yeah, fascism. She returned. <laughs> that poor woman. There's continuity. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. yeah she's a Nazi for life. Now. There's, there's almost parts because there's like, no I, cure to the Nazi serum. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, there's parts of it like I don't really, I don't want to spoil because there's like yeah. it, it does have like an over. Like, it seems at first that it doesn't connect, and then you, like you find out, oh, they totally do connect. And the repercussions, thus, because they yeah. it's kind of fucking great. Well, and the whole... I, but, like, you, you chose the best villain of them all. It really is the Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and that's initially what the, drew my publisher in, because he... Uh, Paranoid American pu- publishes mostly books about, like, conspiracies and the occult and the paranormal. And uh, I even when I was pitching it to him, I'm like, this isn't exactly in that mold. There's really only one storyline yeah. that involves the kind of things you publish. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, cool. And he really, I think it's because I, I believe they're trying to branch out, but I, I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah. And um, he'll, start, he'll start getting ads for it soon because uh, he's got a bunch of books coming out in the second quarter. And that's when he's going to start pushing mine a little bit more. Nice. nice. So we'll see how the sales. Mostly it's just been friends and So hop on it now, guys. Yeah, yeah jump on it. It's on Amazon. Blockman and Punch, written by Miguel McKenna. Hell yeah. Um, he, a rising stand-up comic and comic book artist. Hang on, actually, but side note. American. Did you plug your stand-up? Yeah. Yeah, if, go for you it. You know what? If you're in Winnipeg at all and uh, you want to see some stand-up, I'm usually around. Mm-hmm. I'm getting put on some shows, but you can usually find me at the open mic, the Wee Johnny's. Nice. Uh, every Shout Wednesday out to Wee at night. Johnny's. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Best chicken fingers in Winnipeg. Ooh, yeah, it's fucking right. down. Don't, nice. don't don't even fuck around. <laughs> uh, we Johnny's just sponsoring an Inspo yeah. podcast today. I uh, wish. Oh my <laughs> god. Cool. We gotta get on some sponsors. <laughs> we gotta try. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Anybody listening, we like we would gladly accept snacks. Absolutely, yeah. No saying. snack donations. Yeah. You could pay us in snacks <laughs> to sponsor your shit. Um I I was I was very like I know you mentioned it in the preface for your book. We're going to talk about that quickly again. Sure. Um, uh, but like how we were just talking about how it was laid out and stuff. Like it really, you can really feel the influence from a book like Hellboy. Yeah. I mean, I, I wrote it all in the preface, but some of the biggest yeah. influences, yeah, like Hellboy um, is my favorite book of all time. Yeah. Uh, uh, no. Then also other books like <laughs> Judge Dredd. And this is honestly <coughs> one that I wish, uh, <laughs> one that I wish would get, I know. Yeah. One that I wish would get more attention uh, if I were to ever like try and get someone to just like find this book. It's the Sam and Max books. Oh, okay. Um, you know those characters, the the dog and the rabbit who are like detect- yep. freelance yep. police is what they're called. Smell <laughs> the clue. Yeah, let's go get them. Uh, their comic book is hysterical, and it serves. There is so much influence in Blockman and Punch. I can't even say that enough. Is yeah. the most nonsensical. One of my favorite jokes in Sam and Max is that one of their clues leads them to believe that the culprit is on the moon, so they just get in their car and drive to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> it just shows them like by a parking meter in the middle of the lunar landscape with like crazy. It's just like it's one of the funniest fucking books I could I can't recommend it enough. Sam and Max, I think it's called Surf in the Highway. It's the only it's like <laughs> nice. the only collected edition. It was it was, all, it was like maybe what, like twelve issues or something. Okay. Yeah. That's it. But That's it's awesome. it's maybe the best biggest influence. But the common thread between like Hellboy and Judge Dredd and mm-hmm. Sam and Max is that they're all short chapters told, um, yeah, told very efficiently, and all, all of them are actually very funny as well. Yeah, they're all like comedy books. Well, no, yeah, read... Hellboy definitely has a ton of humor. Yeah, yeah and Judge Dredd sure. is all humor. It, do, it doesn't seem like it on the surface, but Judge Dredd is all satire. Yeah. Sad note, Lance Reddick, who recently passed away, um, voiced. And completed all the voice lines for the upcoming Hellboy video game. Oh, cool! Holy yeah. shit, I didn't know that. He'd be a yeah. great Hellboy. Rest in peace, yeah. Lance Reddick. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, cool, they dude. they made a. I didn't realize he was voicing. I had heard about the game, but I didn't realize he was voicing Hellboy <laughs> yeah. until oh, the, he is. That's fucking yeah. Cool. Until the until the developers right. were like, "Don't worry, everybody, he finished it." <laughs> He's just. <laughs> I just imagine like Hellboy just being like, "It's your ass, McNulty." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! Uh, he was great on the wire. I love yeah. the wire. <laughs> I gotta watch the wire. So I'm one of those people that just didn't get around to the wire yet. That's right, it kicks ass and he's awesome. But I hear it's this big, like, that's right, it kicks ass in like everything. Pretty yeah, much, yeah. Sure. Like, he was so great. Did you see his Eric Contre appearance? No, yeah, he's the greatest. That's, that's how I know him by name when you showed that's me that. And I was like, what the fuck? He, like, out, he out Andre Andre. He did. He, yeah. he really, like, knew the game that he was playing and just yeah. fucked with it. He walked in, knew the assignment, and just punched a hole in his desk. <laughs> he's like, you fix your desk. Then comes dressed out like a slave. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, oh, so I want to be Lamar Burton. Yeah. Where's my iconic slave role? Yeah, it's like, holy shit. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, that's fucking great. Um, I gotta say, too, I know that anyone who's listened to our, our other show, Random Cinema, where Judge Dredd is something that Andrew and I uh, <laughs> d- defiantly disagreed on. Recently uh, where discussed. I liked the movie quite a bit. I liked the original, but I also really oh, liked Carl. Such horse shit. And, and what did yeah, you think of it? Such horse shit. Interesting. Miguel, what do you think such of Judge Dredd? The movie kicks ass. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, so shit. Much ass. The movie is and so and do, you, do you mention Judge Dredd by name in your credits? I do. You do. I do. That's incredible. And despite that, it's still. <laughs> 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 
So what do you think of the, what do you think of the Judge Dredd comics, Andrew? I've never read one, admittedly, but I yeah. you know, but I made it like three pages in. Really? And then I was just like I'm out. I really like it. It's yeah. it's like fun. It does a lot of what I like in like a, a big influence in this book is like Silver Age books where mm-hmm. there is a narrator and the character like the character the narrator it obliterates all fucking subtlety just yeah. by saying everything that the characters are thinking and feeling what's <laughs> happening and so do the characters the characters say exactly what's on their mind and that's yeah. what Judge Dredd does all the time he's always espousing this fucking crazy like jingoistic <laughs> police state <Fair. laughs> I just had my again my problem one of my big problems with that movie was my same <laughs> fucking problem with Looper and I was like I fuck that. psychics Looper. for no reason and it's just like a triviality. <laughs> it's like fucking. If, I, if psychics existed, like that'd be Come so on, fucking man. cool. We got Loopy for Looper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we smoked a bunch of weed before yes, we, we did. saw that. Remember yeah. when like we were all in quiet theater, yeah. and then that fucking colorful ad came up, and it was like, like showing like Odeon, and we were all just like, Whoa. yeah, it was we just, just like, four of us belted off. Yeah, we started laughing at yeah. nothing because we were uh, <laughs> the only scenely high. Yeah, we got yeah. fucking baked as hell. <laughs> like, yeah. Back in the days, we were in the parking lot for movie theaters. You'd get as high as you possibly. Could so that you wouldn't burn out too fast in the middle yeah. of the movie. No, yeah, yeah. Exactly. no, that's right. That's why you smoked a bunch of weed in your car and then immediately rang in and got your yeah. ticket. And, and they're like, like, hopefully it was like trailers like a minute or two after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and here's the thing: we never smelled like weed, guys. <laughs> <laughs> not even once. No, okay. oh. no, not no. You know what I did last week? <laughs> you know what I did last week? I had a snow day at work, so I didn't have to go into work. So nice. I uh, you can just choose those. Yeah, well, no, just it, our, my union said it's unsafe to work. So Same thing. I had two. I had two yeah. snow days last week. Oh, so, sure. Last week I had a snow day and I just went by myself, the only adult without a child in the theater. I went and saw the Mario movie <laughs> oh, yeah. by I, myself. I've not seen it Fuck yet. Yeah. It's very fun. I love it. Uh, I will say it skews very, very child friendly. That is oh, what it yeah. says. Very yeah. much geared to young children, but still very. That's a super safe movie. Yeah. yeah, that's the, the soft critique I've gotten sure. from everyone. Star Wars fan. No, that's a. You sure? I tried. It's so, it's so enjoyable. Yeah. it's so much fun. Yeah. So it seems to be like geared really just for kids. Like yeah. it's like you go and you're like, hang on, I was I was born in Mario, yeah. which is I you guess guys didn't even know Mario was. Someone bought you a Wii U, you little shit. Well, like, I was this doing. Actually, you're like, this is for me. Fuckers. I was doing. I was, <coughs> you know what? I'll just act this out. I was doing this. I was doing this bit on stage where there was a kid talking in the theater, and his name was Maverick. Oh no! And, yeah, his name was Maverick. I know. And he, I just wanted to walk up and then just be like. Uh, this is something I did on stage. Uh, I was just like, well, 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 look who's at the baby movie with his parents. It's Maverick. It's like, why, why am I here? Oh. Well, my union said I couldn't go outside today. <laughs> yeah, it's just, so I'm like, maybe I don't have friends or a girlfriend, Maverick. Maybe I'm an alcoholic and now that I'm clean, the only thing that brings me joy is nerdy shit from my childhood. That's true. Massage is a hell of a drug. But then I wanted to, I, but then I, always, I thought that too. I was just like, these little shits. <laughs> they don't know anything about Mario. It's not they haven't Mario that hard. Did they run around Mario 64 trying to collect all 120 stars no. so you could unlock Luigi like your fucking idiot friend Tanner yeah. told you you could? Exactly. But it was a lie, wasn't it? None of these fucking kids. <laughs> there was no Luigi. Yeah, none of these fucking kids in their young jumped over the top level in the first Super Mario or Mario Bros. and was like, oh, I can find other levels and felt like a fucking hacker. No, but they I didn't know the, what that was like. these kids spent fucking eight years where the only video game they could play was Super Mario Brothers 3 at their cousin's house. Yes. Okay, fuck these kids. Tanuki. Tanuki. <laughs> no, I, at the same time, I watched the movie and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I was just like, just make it for kids because it's yeah. a very child-friendly property. Oh, yeah. It's a slam dunk. Any and movie- also, kids are... 
Fuck it. Kids still love Mario, which I think is really cool. That's oh, true. yeah. Like, like he's still top of the heap in terms of video game mascots. He, he's definitely a character that has, that has, like, stood the test of time. It's true. Like, if, if like, a subconscious yeah. being came out of the ether to, like, say, like, I'm here to kill you, if he was if he was Mario, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, it's my time. <laughs> I, heard, I also heard that he's... It's the time to go. He's actually surpassed Mickey Mouse as a recognizable children's mascot. I can't mascot. believe that. Oh, 100%. Actually. Kids, yeah. kids re- recognize him more than they would Mickey Mouse. Yeah, for Sonic the Hedgehog too, I believe. Yeah, for sure. I can to- I can hundred yeah. percent believe that. You can yeah. tell they still make the same amount of money though, because Mickey Mouse ain't in Super Smash Bros. So <laughs> he's not in it. And if he was making less, he would be. He would be in that game. Hundred percent. Because they got believe. Sonic. Sonic like yeah. finally was in that meeting and he was like, fuck, gave him all his fucking rings and was like, put me in the game. <laughs> Sonic. I sometimes imagine Sega <laughs> Sega's like you know what? You know what? It is? Nintendo's that guy from uh, the Road Warrior with the pink mohawk on the motorcycle. Okay. And, <laughs> and Sega is this chained up underage ass slave. Oh, no. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Sega's been fuck. completely <laughs> subjected by Nintendo. It's sad too. Rare was their big gun, and Rare left, and they're like, "Ah, oh, we want to help you guys out." It was funny that Rare was like. Making some of the best games ever made, and then see it. Mi- yeah, Microsoft bought them. And they're yeah. like, you can make garbage now. <laughs> they made a bunch of Connect bullshit. Yeah, like your Sea of Thieves is great. It, it's good now. Yeah, uh, okay. Miles, our friend Miles. Big shout out to Miles Taylor. <laughs> this is like the third <laughs> uh, fucking episode in a row we've shouted just, out Miles. Hey, Miles, Miles. Every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Miguel says hi, Miles. <laughs> but like he was like, here, your Sea of Thieves, fifty bucks. I was like, M- Miles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Started playing. It's, we got a it's little off bad. topic. This is what we do. This, <laughs> this is what we do. This is kind just, of our format. But okay. we, we yeah. talked about Super Nintendo and gaming, and you're selling a Super Nintendo. Game yeah. In your yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all Let's bring it back, guys. It's follow me. Follow me on the stream. I'm gonna bring it back. Okay. We straight because we were talking about video games. <laughs> one of which was Super Mario Brothers. True. Who voices Bowser in Super Mario Brothers? Mm. With the movie, the newest yeah. one is fucking Jack Black. Yeah. Okay. So tell me how Jack Black and Kyle Gass, Tenacious D, influenced your comic book. Uh. <laughs> Like immensely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know what? If actually, I should have. I said that the dream casting for Blockman would be James Gandolfini, but that is a complete lie. It would one hundred percent be Kyle Gass. Fuck yeah, yeah. Kyle Gass, one hundred percent. One hundred percent be Kyle Gass. He's uh, he would be the perfect Blockman. Yeah, he even he looks was, like him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's perfect. Hilarious. So right now, what you really should be doing is trying to get an animated series for Blockman and Punch Man, where Kyle Gass voices. He can sing too. Yeah, he could. And play oh, guitar. Yeah. Whoa, Blockman could play guitar. <laughs> Kyle Gass could. Yeah. To be fair, Kyle Gass could probably play the live action one. Oh yeah, easily. Easily. Oh, easily. I saw a commercial with Kyle Gass where he's like fit and he's got like a pizza in his hand. He walked and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" When I've he was never, young. Yeah, yeah. I've never yeah. seen it before. I was like, he has so much like. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's amazing. But I was like, there was a time. There was a time he was putting in the iron. You know, he looked okay. And yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh. And actually, the only reason I brought that up is because I watched Tenacious D and The Pick of Destiny mm-hmm. recently. And what, what did you see something in the book that reminded you of Tenacious D? No, I just know that you love Tenacious D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I, was one of the things that connected me and you when we first met, was absolutely. that you were the only other fucker in the room who knew what Tenacious D was. And I know, at least their first three albums, I know every word to every song. Yeah. I uh, was driving my partner crazy when we watched it last week because I sang in like. 
It's one of those movies that like I could close my eyes and be completely obliterated, hammered, or like in the other room and I could come in and just pick up like line for line. <laughs> fucking love that movie. I'm pretty sure it's the two of you that's the reason I've watched that fucking movie. Yeah. That's like why yeah, I probably. I didn't grow up knowing them because of like from what they were. You guys are like you gotta fucking listen to this shit. It's like like bro, I totally miss you. I think or is it dude I totally miss dude, you? Dude, I totally miss you. I play it every time I haven't seen somebody in a while. It's a beautiful I'm like, song. There you go. When <laughs> I think the thing with Tenacious D is that everybody kind of forgets about comedy movies. Music is that it has yeah. to be funny, but it also has to be like good music. Yeah, yeah. and like these guys, are, they're talented ass musicians. Well, that and they have fucking tenacious. These drummer is Dave Roll. Yeah, yeah, he like, drums on he? a lot of the tracks. Yeah, I thought he was just in the movie. No. Is he? That's no. fucking he was, awesome. He was the like, drummer on the first, uh, first yeah. and second album. Yeah. yeah, well, that's fair because like, yeah. and even to bring it back to the book with that said too, like where like you said, if they're gonna write comedy music, it has to also be like good music as yeah. well. It's like a lot of times in superhero comics right now, even comic books have gotten like more dense to the point where like they're trying to make TV shows and movies that have. Of comic books, like regular superhero books, most of the time. You're reading is like very detailed stories, the best they can like, adapt, right? Yeah. This is sort of like you decided to go like back to the Silver Age, Golden Age style of comics, where it's refreshing, like you said earlier, to see something that isn't trying to be as gritty and as, and as grounded with a universe that interconnects. Yeah. Like, you're just like, this is Block Man and Punch. It's standalone. <laughs> I do, I mean, good. <laughs> there will be characters that uh, come back and and things like that, and there is a, like, a bit of a lore, but yeah, I wanted to keep it pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't have to, uh, you're not going to see, like, the origin stories of all of these characters. No, you see, uh, yeah. Each of them well, getting their own 12-issue the miniseries. the main characters, but at one point. We're not yeah. going to get her no, origin no. story? No. We're not going to get No, you know what I mean? Like, you're Durance? not going to turn this into a Marvel Durance? universe. Darrance? Darrance. Can Darrance? Let's get this fucking origin. Hands down, one of my favorite characters in the whole book is a 13-year-old, bu- or a 12-year-old bully uh, named Darrance. <laughs> and one of my favorite jokes is also that he shows up in, at, when all the villains are at the end of the book, and all the villains are terrified of this gigantic 12-year-old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He said he was 12, so he's like, what the fuck? He's 6'5", yeah. 12, and he's like 290 pounds or something. I gotta say, too, he reminds me a lot of like Dermot from Venture Bros. Yeah, 100%. Like, which I do have to veer into. I know you guys have the Tenacious D thing, but I gotta say, this gave me like Mad Venture right. Brothers like vibes. Like, even the first issue. I can't escape that, that series, man. Yeah. I, I watched it at too formative of an age. Yeah, I watch yeah, it every fucking fair. year, and yeah. I go from start to finish, and it's fucking, like, yeah. in your words, from tip to taint, just fucking. It's delicious. fucking brilliant. Yeah. It's the best. It is one of the best animated shows that ever existed. Yeah. And also one of the funniest cartoons ever. Yeah. To this day, it's and, still my favorite fucking thing. Like, it's my favorite fucking thing. I, I was love, on the air for 17 years. Two guys in, like, a small animation crew made that shit. One of my yeah. favorite things that they did in Venture Brothers is just randomly, like, reference a character. Yeah, And have a character... Yeah. Like have a name and a whole outfit and everything, and then they would never come yeah, back. Exactly. And it was like like they just met, and that's like I tried to do that in the book. Like there's a character at the end of the beach chapter named Terry the Dolphin, who's like it's their old friend Terry the Dolphin. <laughs> yeah, and he's like a talking dolphin. He's like, hey guys, thanks for saving the day. Like I love shit like that, and they have characters yeah. that have not been established at all. They show up for one second, and it looks like they <laughs> have been there forever, yeah. but uh, yeah, they like, just never show like up again. Fucking, uh, fucking Brick Frog. Brick Frog. He's like, they mention yeah. him, and then he shows up later, and he like doesn't really have a fucking point, so yeah. like flying fucking octopus. Well, the one thing they did in... <laughs> or Sergeant Hatred. Yeah. Sergeant Hatred was a character yeah. that was in conversations, yeah. and then became Sergeant Hatred, and then Uncle Hatred later on. Well, was there's That's one character that I love. It's in one episode. They reference him one, one time. One of the villains, his name is Tiny Eagle. Oh, yeah, then, fuck yeah. Like, 
Oh my like, god! I never like fucking like eight seasons later, he shows yes. up and he's this tiny man in a wingsuit yeah. who can fly. <laughs> it's the thing. It's like you see Tiny Eagle be like, Doctor Manhattan discovered blah blah, and then like flies off and then immediately is killed by Brock. So he's on screen for ten fucking seconds. Yes. I remember when that happened. I was like, Flying he Eagle, because he gets referenced like in the first two seasons. And never again. Tiny Eagle. <laughs> Venture Brothers, if you haven't watched it, fantastic. Also, the the DVD box set of like the whole thing comes out in June. Mm. Buying that shit. Hell yeah! Also, there's a movie coming out. So ha. yeah, I love that show. That that is such a massive influence. It is. On, like, Plug everything. all the things that don't. I, pay I know. I made yeah. you watch Venture Bros. But. <laughs> yeah, I came to that. I came to that really late. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guy, uh, Doc oh, who voiced Doctor Venture? Oh, uh, oh James, James Urbaniak. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually knew him. From a uh, from a podcast, oh, it was a podcast that they were running <laughs> called Adventure Time. Uh, sorry, it's not Adventure Time. Fuck me! Did you just I realize just, how old you were? <laughs> yeah. In that moment, a ton like, of breaks. Oh, I was like, oh, I was fuck. like, fuck! Why can't I remember the title of this? Right? Because yeah. it was one of the first podcasts I listened to when I started going to university in two thousand and six. Did you ever go too far back in your memory? You lose track of what you were thinking about. You're like, oh, there's a lot of doors that open. Well, I just re- I was like, oh, it was almost twenty years ago. Fuck me! I'm old. Uh, we are, old. gentlemen. We're in our thirties now. It's that was seventeen it's years ago. I can't here. remember that. It hurts, um, right? But he, him and a bunch of, um, I didn't realize it. Yeah, 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 him and a bunch of other um, like up and coming actors at the time, like Paul F. Tompkins and Patty yeah. Brewster and a bunch of other voice actors, did this um, podcast in the series of old time radio shows. Hmm. And he voiced the uh, he he was one of the main cast members, so he was in and out of all sorts of fucking. Um, that's the, the thrilling adventure hour. There you go. I probably peaked the mic. He came back to uh, it. Yes, the thrilling adventure hour. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that was like that was a big thing for me when I found it. Um, and then I met you shortly after that, and you showed true. me the Venture Brothers, and I was like, it's "True, yeah, I can see how James Maniac like I had like one is move. also in there." Like, yeah, sort <laughs> yeah. of like you and acting. Acting one in University of like Winnipeg, like the film department, you had a, a Brock Samson yeah. fucking shirt, and I was like, "We're gonna be friends." Yeah. And I walked over, and I was like, "Yes, yeah, so you got Brock Samson. Your shirt's fucking cool. That's pretty, that's pretty cool." Yes, yeah, you, you guys want to play Beyblades later? Pretty much. That's how that went. <laughs> so Beyblades is code for want to get stoned, but yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I gotta say, man, Blockman and Punch in, in its entirety is a fucking awesome book, and I want to see more of it, and I want to see other stuff you make because yeah, I've, I've been seeing your your artwork evolve over the years and you put a lot of finesse into it and like I'm just happy that you fucking made this thanks I man I guess I have a conflict yeah. with everybody yeah <laughs> you know? I uh I mean I don't think I'm like spoiling anything um but there will be another book nice. there will That's be a awesome. sequel I was gonna ask the you first ask. book ends on a cliffhanger so mm-hmm. they all, yeah I was gonna it's, ask you actually I don't want to spoil what it. Do you I was gonna ask what do you uh, what do you plan to do next like you, you got this one out are you doing a volume two next or are you gonna do something else for I'm gonna do a volume project? two I think okay. I want I want to wrap I want to see if I can wrap it up in one volume and then uh, which I'm also probably gonna do with Paranoid American and nice. then uh, a third book with Paranoid American which is a fantasy book that I've been wanting to do Ooh. that I know nice. no other publisher on earth would ever touch <laughs> because it is way too strange uh, but it's right up his alley so he's yeah. he's in 
And uh, and then after that, I don't know. I'll see what where where that the road takes. Book, is that the one that I know? Yeah, I think you and I get to know what it is, but like a lot of people don't know what it is. And yeah, like, that's the one. That's the one that you were working on around the same time. That yeah, you yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Artwork. It's I know that one, one of like a house on a fucking like banked hill. Yeah, and shit, like fuck. Yeah, man. yeah. That one. That one really showed off your. Um, yeah, your yeah. It's gonna be far more detailed than this yeah. book. This book is very cartoony by design. Like I really want it to be fun and cartoony, but that one is. Still, I still can't like do art without making it a little bit cartoony. But yeah. uh, that one is going to be far more detailed and and very like it's all written. So yeah, uh, it's mm-hmm. a bit of an epic. It's like thirty-two chapters or something. It's like nice. thirty-two nice. issues. They're all short, kind of like Batman nice. and Punch. Nice. But well, this is like what sixty-four pages, probably. Uh, yeah, well, the, the book up. itself is only fifty-two, but the, okay. then there's all the you know the stuff at the back and the preface and whatnot. Still, nice. You do a volume two. We're going to Omnibus, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a fucking. Re- we get the McKenna Reserve collection and just have yeah. a bunch of fucking stuff. I. Uh, yeah, I, I really want to wrap up the story with these two knuckleheads because I really love them. I really love the characters, and there's still quite a bit of ideas that, that I want to do. I think yeah. they're pretty awesome. fucking great. Yeah. I also appreciate uh, the casting you said you have on the back of the book, which is like, I'll still be gunning for parts. Yeah. I'll still see what you got here, you know? <laughs> One of my favorites is um, Sheldon P. Company, the turtle character. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is supposed to be played by Paul Giamatti in full turtle prosthetic makeup <laughs> <laughs> because I just know it would piss him off. I feel like, <laughs> he'd be like really, and his discomfort would bring out a good performance. Well, if I could maybe be like S. Harkman, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah one of be, the shark men. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess I want to veer off to a little bit and just say, like, what are what are some other comic books that influenced you, and what other books would you recommend to people? Um, okay. Well, uh, Jesus, going to that section. Yeah. Um, why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I don't know. I kind of try to read everything, and I try not to limit re- uh, influences to just comic books. Like anything can in- influence anything. You can kind of. That's true. You notice that things kind of impact upon Man. each other. Like Fucking I'll watch cinema. a. Yeah, I'll watch a bunch of movies, and they'll make it into this book. Blockman and Punch have three movie posters in their apartment. <laughs> if you can guess. What Wait they, a minute. If you can guess what they are, I will. I yeah. I don't know. I'll, Wait a minute. He will open mouth and kiss you, Brandon. Yeah, I'm like, hang on. I didn't see that. Wait. Where? They, have, they have three movies. If you can guess what movies they are, I'll. I don't know. Holy shit. I'm not going to spoil it on the show. But Will no. you sign my book? Yeah, like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, you already did. We can hang take on, Hang on. You take a break to, to look for this, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to... We'll do it later. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. But no, what are some, what are some of the... What are some of, like... Not even that influences this book. Yeah. Just ones that were, like, some of your faves. What are some of your favorite, like, graphic um, novels? Sure. Hell, let's go even, like, novels, books, games, whatever. Uh, I really like books that are super esoteric, to be <laughs> honest. Oh, yeah, um, one of them is. Yeah. Uh, there's um, fuck. What, what was it? My, my favorite novel is Blood Meridian by Cormac McCarthy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I try and use that it's with the road. Very obscure, very obtuse language. Reads yeah. like Moby Dick and, and Shakespeare with the Old Testament. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, and, but it's a western. Yeah. Uh, and um, but no. I, in terms of comic books, um, <clears throat> Hellboy is a big one. Uh, I credit my high school art teacher. In in, not, the, yeah. in the special thanks for the book because he when I was in his art class he gave me a few issues of Lone Wolf and Cub okay the, yeah the manga from yeah. the 70s about about the samurai nice. on the yeah. run yeah it's a, a great historical fiction yeah. uh, book about uh, a lone samurai and it's fucking I mean everybody probably knows it its influence is actually pretty incalculable oh, yeah. in, in media you can like see influences from it everywhere yeah if um 
if you're oh, curious fun. about like other like influences and stuff like that from that did that like Quentin Tarantino was a big fan of that that influenced a lot of his stuff but, absolutely yeah. yeah so Lone Wolf and Cub was a big one um, and then you know what honestly just recently and I feel so stupid for like I've gotten on this way late but uh, a couple years ago I actually sat down and uh, bought I bought the first two when I was in Montreal on vacation with my friends I bought the first two volumes of Akira at a oh, comic book dude. store. Oh, nice. And, dude. And then I read both of them, and then I bought every other yep. one. So I have all six now. Yep. And honestly, it might be one of the greatest comic books I've ever read. I've, uh, dude, like, I've truly criminally many... slept on that to this oh, case. I have not I've, read any or seen the anime at all. I got the first two. I got mm. the rest, but it is so fucking good, man. Yeah. I, it is. I, I will say, I mean, maybe it's a little too late now to be like an influence on my work, but that book is... Something else. I actually, well, maybe there is a bit of an influence because he has very cartoony looking characters, but the worlds that they inhabit are super detailed. And I yeah, love that about his art. Like their faces are very simple and open and kind of cartoony, but their clothes, their, the motorcycles, the buildings. Oh, it's, yeah. And it, it's the craziest thing is like one of the common practices in like manga is when they want to draw like a city. They'll take like a photograph of a city and then like kind of degrade it to make it look like it was drawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Katsuhiro Otomo doesn't fucking do that. He draws every building himself because yep. I don't know he's like autistic or something. Oh, yeah, he's very particular. <laughs> yeah, him. it's crazy. Like it's uh, this the the scenes of when Neo Tokyo gets destroyed and just the the images of buildings colliding into each other. The amount of yeah uh, yep. line work is. Crazy. Akira's on our list. I put it on. Oh yeah, list. No, yeah. yeah no. But also, like, it's amazing. Last night on Akira, I apologize. Yeah. It's like it's amazing they took like all those I volumes and off. put that into a two-hour fucking movie. There's so much that's cut I, that it's, is like crazy incessant. Yeah, the, the story too. The movies are like what is it? Like the first like three volumes, and then and then, some, and then, then a, ver- the a little very bit of the last volume. Yeah. Yep. But you're missing like volume four and five, which are some of the most interesting volumes. Yep. yep. Uh, like yeah, it, like the, after Neo Tokyo gets destroyed, the story goes on, which is yeah. really cool, and it turns almost like into a Mad Max kind of thing. Yep. It's fucking sweet. It's <laughs> right. crazy. Um, <clears throat> Taika Waititi's attached to it, which I think is the wrong director. Mm. But it's just I don't, I don't know if he is anymore. Actually, yeah, okay. yeah. I think that got, he's I think it got the delayed in- too much that it got. Uh, he bounced off it. Dumped. He's yeah. doing the okay. in call. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, what I was going to uh, jump off that, like I. I flip through Akira and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as a suggestion, if you're not aware of mm-hmm. that, um, an artist, uh, a manga artist that I think you would absolutely dig is uh, Junji Ito. Oh, I love oh Junji. yeah. Yeah, Junji Ito stuff is. Yeah. I, that's what I've been into in the last couple of years. I've been yeah. super into his stuff. Absolutely. Um, like Uzumaki. Is, I loved Uzumaki. That was yeah. a great book. Uzumaki, fantastic book. They're making it into an anime. I saw that. Wow. Have you seen the trailer it for it? Cool. It looks. It looks like they literally just animated like, the page. Yeah, you guys yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll like, you should read Uzumaki. You really like it. Actually, yeah. it's, a, it's a great horror book. He's a horror manga artist. It's on the. Yeah. It's on the top of my pile. I can yeah. bring it anytime. And you want. Uh, I, am, I also so just good. recently bought his book uh, Ramina. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. that was uh, that was one of the first ones that got me into yeah. this stuff the, about the planet, the mysterious like living planet that's set to collide with Earth, and there's nothing that humanity can do to stop it. Yeah, it's a great horror, like cosmic horror story. The thing that I loved, the <laughs> thing that I love cool. about his work, is how he u- utilizes like black and white. The thing that drew me so he much. He doesn't use color that much at all. Yeah, is uh, the even even when he does color, he still kind of does this. Yeah, um, with the. Um, Especially with like the female or the mad characters, mm-hmm. 
the way he does their the shadows on their eyes and stuff remind me so much of like black and white films. Yeah. Like especially like silent films. They're so yeah. emotive that way. Yeah. And I just love that that's like such a style of his. But the trailer for Uzumaki, which has been pushed back like a dozen times. Yeah, I know. It's well, they want to make it perfect. Uh, is it absolutely long? gorgeous. No, no, no. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Bear it's also mind, got music. Anyone right now listening to the show, pause this right yeah. now and go watch the Uzumaki teaser trailer on YouTube. Yeah. It's being put up by Toonami, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And <laughs> the, the score is being done by the guy who did the score for Hereditary. Oh, shit. Oh, okay, wow, yeah. cool. I'm actually going to play it on mute because I just want you to see the art. Oh, okay, okay, that's fair. Uh, we can put the, the audio on later. It's, all, it's already on. I already muted everything, so it's yeah. all good. But this is what, like... This is what the book looks like. Yeah, Holy this shit. is literally exactly what the book looks what like. Looks that's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. It's about a small town that gets upset in Japan, like a seaside town that gets obsessed with this, the shape of yeah. the spiral. Nice. And okay, it just cool. kind of spins out from, literally spirals yeah. out from there. It's it, fucking look, wild. Cool. This is, this is like scenes from the upcoming anime. Oh, holy crap. It okay. popped my brain when I saw this. That's pretty fucking beautiful. Yeah. Um, if I can be so bold. A side note on this, this Neanderthal show we make, if I can say it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, a side note about Junji Ito that I found out like yesterday. Um, Ravino is actually a book that I donated to the school that I work at, mm. this library. Um, the librarian was talking to me about something else, and then they mentioned to me, they're like, Oh, that book by, um, by Junji Ito that you gave us, a fifth grader found it and was super excited and asked if we had more because that's their favorite artist. And I'm like, fifth grader? <laughs> Keep that kid away from me, fuck. Like, like, that's a terrifying yeah, concept. Honestly, like, I, I love Junji Ito because actually he also does a lot of humor. Like his book stuff can, is pretty humorous. His, yeah, it can be yeah. kind of humorous Dude, sometimes, crazy. but in the most yeah. fucked up way. Like it's humorous in like the scariest, most unsettling way. Yeah, uh, that's mean, what's great about his books. And yeah, I mean, he's also done like just comedy books as well. That's crazy. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Um, he also has a series. Um, has a series on Netflix. Yeah, so, I watched some of it. it was pretty I watched good. a couple of them. I didn't like the. I didn't super care for the one that I watched. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some of them like not his best stories that they yeah. picked. Uh, but yeah, that's. A, a suggestion for non Akira people. Yeah, that's fair. As well. we didn't or if you've read Akira, if you've read Akira and want something well, that's in a similar art vein, check out. Uh, it's interesting too because we, we we make this like three this the paradigms here of like comic book artist and <laughs> and publisher or like writer. Yeah. Comic comic book historian and then me filthy comic book casual <laughs> we're like I would say my recommendation or anything Kirkman we're a big fan of Kirkman on the sure, show I love it I'm behind on Kirkman shit that's why I'm Kirkman school yeah and like my recommendations for books are of course Akira but like you know anything that Jason Aaron does I really like Jason you know? Aaron's great uh, yeah. Invincible's fantastic I don't know if you guys knew that <laughs> Saw Guy I picked up years ago and really really loved and then yeah. this other book uh, The Humans I feel like you'd really like Miguel which is yeah. about the like Planet of the Apes mixed with bikers kind of thing that's so cool yeah. I, I don't get a chance to read too much now um, and then there's uh, the humans. Uh, they only put out two volumes. Okay. Uh, it's yeah. actually something that I I bought for my dad uh, as a 70s. Christmas present. My family made fun of me for it. Right. I, I thought my dad would love it because he was a big rat rod guy. Yeah, yeah. and that's like the whole feel of that. Mm-hmm. But it's like Planet of the Apes. I try to I try to read stuff digitally now, so I might actually go see. If that's I can fair. Find yeah, it's pick fair. that up. It, it should be wherever you get image comics. Yeah, you should be able yeah. To get it. Yeah. And then uh, I've always tried to push minimum wage on you because I feel like my, the main yeah. character this remind me of fucking a lot of you. <laughs> and like, it's a fantastic fucking book that's very drawn. It, it kind of has a similar art style to what I remember you drawing back in the day and what yeah. you kind of have now and stuff like and that. And also, like, uh, I mean, that 
it does remind me a lot of Mission Hill. Yeah, and I'm, just, I'm so glad I showed you Mission Hill, man. This is a great fucking We were, when we were living together, and you were like, I just don't know what to do. I feel like I want to do my art. I wanna, and I'm like, you need to watch this show now. Yeah. Because, like, basically watching it, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, I'm resonating heavily with this. Yeah. It was like we were living in West Broadway in Winnipeg, and basically that show was West Broadway. Of and all we did was, <laughs> all we did was drugs. Oh, yeah. Man, we just, yeah we just all we did was get weird. fucked up. Pretty much, man. That's <laughs> funny. fucking time, you know? Um, Which, I got to say, as the filthy cat, Casual comic book fan. I need to get back to the shop. I gotta go pick up some books. Mighty Comics, shout out there. I was yeah. I, I, yeah. to tie into that. I was gonna ask, do either of you have a pull list? I have no, nothing no. right now. No, I would jump back on for Saga, whatever Kirkman's doing, <laughs> and pick up whatever Jason Aaron's been doing the past few years. His stuff on Scalp, as well as like Southern Bastards, oh, is really so fucking good. good. Mm-hmm. Brian K. Bond's work also, I really always like with the Saga, and then like uh, DM. Fucking DMZ, I really really liked back in the day. Also, Northlanders, Brian Wood, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're if you're hopping to any like current Kirkman stuff, and I've told you this a million times as well, check out Die Die Die. I've heard it's very good. Story wise, I think it would be straight up your alley. Um, It's about like a shadow is about shadow governments and like shadow government agents who are against each other. I'm not going to spoil any of the story, but I will mention a cover. One of the covers of one of the later issues is Barack Obama wearing boxing gloves that look like the Infinity Gauntlets, <laughs> and he's beat to shit, and he's just like, let's fucking go. I've heard it's um, a very violent book. That issue, that issue is one of my favorite issues of comic okay. books ever written, but it's all about like the shadow cabal governments and the agents that are working against each other like behind the scenes and stuff. I think he was super okay. dig The artwork is really good in it. The story is written by Kirkman and uh, Scott mm, Gimple. Scott Gimple, yeah. yeah. Showrunner for Walking Dead Season 4. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. He had a rough job. And he, uh, <laughs> he had a rough job. It's, it's, <laughs> uh, it's one of my favorite like recent comic books. Some hiatus right now, but mm-hmm. they put out like 12 or 13 issues. If you uh, get a chance, definitely take a look at that. I think okay. you Bring it for the love of God, please read yeah, this Yeah, I book. know. <laughs> I, um, I spent some time moving around Manitoba and now it's on the land <laughs> I and I want to read books again and I don't, I don't party yeah. as much anymore so it's like, give me, some, give me some books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we all realize we get old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, I can't, this is not the same like, yeah, drugs body. hurt. Drugs yeah. hurt. <laughs> drugs. It's, it's not fun now. <laughs> it's true. This is not the person that can do benders anymore. No, I can't. No, I can't I, my nap game is strong. Yeah. yeah. I, I stay at home and I read. Yeah. And I, and I, Work on art and then, or do my stand up stuff, which is honestly, it's been taking a little bit more priority than art lately. Which That's I'm, fair. But I'm trying to, like, I'm going back to doing art, uh, just working on some <laughs> standalone pieces to, for my own pleasure. Um, I don't get a chance to read, but I brought a couple books well, that you guys should take a look at. I yeah. think these are really cool. Um, this one, <laughs> this is probably the coolest fucking book ever. Um, it's called Prison, yeah, it's called Prison Pit by Johnny Ryan. Um, it didn't, the collected edition came out a few years ago. It is the most vile, pornographic, evil fucking book that I've ever seen. Uh, it's told very simply. Uh, Should we berserk? It's like 700 <laughs> pages, but you read it in like two hours because every page is like this. Oh, wow. Um, okay, yeah. This character, the main character's name is Cannibal Fuckface. Oh, wow. And then he's nice. fight, in this page, he's fighting a guy named Rottweiler Herpes. <laughs> and uh, they like beat the shit out of each other. They fucking like dismember each other. Holy and, shit! And then yeah. have sex with the bodies. Oh it wow! Is yeah, the most okay. vile thing. Um, uh, wait a minute. Here we go. There's uh, one. 
deep down in Miguel's soul is this is this is what makes him happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I appreciate the format. Yeah, it's really cool. He's a really great artist. Uh, yeah. So he like loses his arm, and then this weird slug thing called the Slorge attaches itself to his hand. There's a lot of body horror kind of weird That's stuff. Fair. Okay. And he's like, I can hear you talking inside Your my head. Bird. And then he takes it to lick this thing. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. And oh. Then, and then and then this weird the slug hand sucks his dick. Oh, nice. Back to health. That's good. <laughs> oh god! That is like... Oh my god! This is the coolest book I've ever read. It's, it's so insane. I love how it's like, this slug thing sucks his own dick back to hell. Yeah. It is the coolest this, book I have ever read. This is one of the beginnings of one of the chapters. He's pooping! Yeah. Oh man. What's his name? That's funny. Yeah, it's fucking sick. It's basically masturbation. Like I mean, really, it's not it's, that bad. Is it though? <laughs> it's so pornographic that it manages to come around and be artistic, I find. It's, it, it's put up by Fantagraphics. Uh, it's been coming out for the last like 10 or so years, but like... This uh, is like the Cannibal Holocaust of comic books. 100%, yeah. This, this, character, this guy, Johnny Ryan, they just put out the collected edition like a... A few years ago, and I got oh, yeah. it as a gift. Yeah, so it's, it's not exactly new, but this is a as a lover of book stuff. Yeah, that's a very beautifully bound book. It is, and it's yeah. Fantagraphics is really good for that. Another one that I got from them. I like the stock that they use for the pages. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Oh, this guy just pissing. He's just peeing. Yeah. You gotta go, like right? Oh, 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 there oh go. boy! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah, right. Holy no, shit. sorry. This starfish guy. There's like this weird skinny guy. Uh, he eats him, and then he starts pissing. Oh, okay. And then the weird skinny guy comes back oh. out of his dick hole. Nice. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? And, he, and then kills disembowels. You say Tetsuo the Machine Man? I was. Or, or I was gonna say Tetsuo. Iron Man. Oh, the Iron Man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Tetsuo the Iron Man, which I watched one day at. Your home. Yeah, we, when, we did a Joe Bob once. Yeah, came over. I was Joe a Bob. sucker. Can, I and was that was like, the weirdest fucking second oh, movie I've ever seen. Yeah, in my here's fucking another life. thing. It's here's another. He's, he's a vagina. He's in a weird spaceship. Is it a he's in a weird spaceship, and he smashes one of the control panels, and underneath it is a vagina. It's a vagina. Okay. And so he pulls his dick oh, out, a, and he, he fucks the ship. He's sticking his spikes on. Yeah, it, in order to pilot oh. the ship, and then he can fly the ship now. You know, it <laughs> oh is beautiful. by fucking his ship vagina. It's a very. What's this called? Prison pit. I'm taking a picture of this. <laughs> yeah, um, and then I, I ordered it like when it was one of the first copies to the, of the collected edition. So Johnny Ryan drew me a little personal plate on there. Nice, uh, dude. Yeah, when you pulled this out, I was like, "That's a dick praying yeah. mantis demon." <laughs> that's that's a uh, that's yeah. a dick praying so mantis demon. Yeah, it's a dick uh, mantis. Prison pit can't recommend it enough. It's actually really funny that's, too. Even though it's actually like, it, it's very upsetting. It, that is definitely it's something all, I would read. Yeah, yeah. because it's also so that, specifically but. obscure. I I'm yeah. like I would like to own a copy of. Yes, put up by. Fancy graphics. You know what's funny? I got that. It was a gift that uh, my ex-girlfriend bought me this book and then from Fantagraphics the same publisher she got me The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck oh, nice. which Very nice. good. is yeah. actually an amazing comic book I if you get the chance to read it, it, it's like there's like duck lore like <laughs> he's, yeah. it's crazy The Mc, there's like a McDuck family tree like he Fuck communicates yeah. with the ghosts of his ancestors yeah. Yeah. it's it. almost like a, it's a very fun adventure book it's about it charts his life from when he was a small duck in Scotland to becoming the oh, richest yeah. duck in the world. Oh, that's right, because yeah. Scrooge yeah. McDuck was from the north. That's yeah, right. yeah, he was a David Tennant voices him in the new cartoon. Yeah. That's the only reason I know that, because David Tennant. So it starts off as him as a poor child, and then him making his first dime, and then becoming the richest duck in the world. It's actually a great book. Yeah. Uh, and beautifully restored. Like, uh, hmm. it's all these stories from the 80s, and they, like, recolored them and everything. Before we hop off that, 
Uh, I think you would love to come and play Morkborg with me sometime. Morkborg? Morkborg is a super small RP, uh, tabletop <laughs> RPG, which of course you're going to play too, Brennan. Um, but it's like, I call it like Swedish death metal okay. RPG. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. some of oh, the spells, is, so in- the, the rule book is, the actual rule book is smaller than this other book you brought. Yeah. <laughs> um, but some of the outcomes of the spells, if they backfire, they cause you to like lose all of your nails and right. teeth. Um, the character generator is very quick because you are expected to lose multiple characters in a okay. session. That's true. Because it's just like that. a hard post-apocalyptic wasteland of like <laughs> shit <yeah>. like this. <laughs> Even yeah. the art, the art in the book reminds me a lot of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The art is super simple. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, there's some. And then look at me with fucking segues. Talking about RPG stuff. What's the other book you brought with you, Miguel? Hold on, first book. No, fuck you, ruining my segway. More porn. Hang on. Segways are hard. <laughs> These two panels. <laughs> I'm buying it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sold. Yeah, have to own Sold it. on that. That's Sold incredible. on that. Already. We can't say that on oh, the podcast. Oh god, no, 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 we no. That's, that's beautiful. Uh, but no, that is pretty fucking great. It's, it's, it's super funny. Bro. Yeah, it's so awesome. funny. Uh, <laughs> this one, I was, I was flipping through before we started yeah, recording. I am super excited. Okay, so. Yeah, this so is this another book that I about. Learn this, more about it. This just came out like a couple months ago. Uh, it's called Vermis. It's a it's a book by uh, it's a digital artist that I follow, and they only go by Plastibu, whatever. Then that's their online. Okay. Yeah, and um, that's it. It's put out by Hollow Press, which is I think it's a publisher in Italy. Okay, and um, it's like this book is really cool. It's like a manual for a for a D and D game that doesn't actually exist. And it's like a hybrid between like a book. It's like an art. It's mostly like an art book, not so much a comic book. But it, like yeah. these are all the different status effects your character can get. These are the different characters, the classes. Mm. Yeah. Um, this graphic fiction. Lost old glory, Merc Sage. Nice. Yeah. My favorite one is Ratman. The only description is become Ratman. Rat <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it even shows you like. Um, it's got some. It's very nice. Yeah, like character oh, stats, like in what some starting items. But it's all—it's all for a game that this doesn't is really some exist. Berserk I was going to say this, this right here. Berserk, dude. It's yeah. like Berserk mixed with. These you, remind me guys, of the Bayletts. Are you guys familiar yeah. with uh, uh, those analog horror YouTube channels? Kind of. Uh, like Local Slightly. 58 and Gemini Home Video. Those are really like if you want to freak yourself out. I don't get scared by much uh, in terms of media, but those local like those uh, analog horror channels freak me the fuck out. And this book is full of that yeah, too. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, those two, those two images we saw totally. Uh, right. Again, I saw them. I'm like, Absolutely. Oh, those look like yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, it's kind of like if Dark Souls and Berserk and D and D had a baby with those weird animals. Like horror a dark, gold, like this is a dark, like horror fantasy. Yeah, it's yeah. called yeah. Vermis. If you guys want to yeah. check it out, I'm sure there's links will be in man. the description. They're, yeah, they're making sure a second is. one. Oh yeah, uh, I know you're gonna yeah. be on that. So. The artist <laughs> is making another one. This is the Stench Champion. This is this is an enemy you fight. It's fucking cool. It's pretty sick. Is there any way you can actually play based? Gives you. I'm sure somebody. I'm sure some fucking weirdo. Let me get figure a, it out. Yeah, Brandon, let me get my hands on it first, and yeah. then we'll uh, and then we'll see. Yeah, fuck with it for a night. We'll you know play. me. Oh, <laughs> you know me. I fucking freaky as shit. Look at that one. Jeez, it's like one of the no. enemies. Yeah, like there's some images in this that actually kind of Hell frighten me a bit. Yeah, like this fucking like a velvet witch. That's fucking velvet witch. So crazy, that's man. That's not a, an IP on this planet that I can't turn into an art into an RPG. It's fucking Brandon. cool. It's oh, super cool, awesome. and that's like the status effect it gives you is insane. And like I love this. At the beginning, they show you all the status effects that your characters can get, and it's always horrible. Infection, Curse is the scariest slaughter. one. Yeah, this reminds Jeez. me of like 
like an early video game also like a doom totally like an yeah. early doom or something with the faces like it even has like yeah. a nintendo like it almost looks like an atari game kind of you know yeah like it a, has that atari like game cover this is official yeah. guy which is hilarious i and i love that it's like a, it's in the guise of a like a manual for a game yeah. that you can't yeah. actually play and it's yeah. like it tells the story through all these descriptions of items and scenarios and stuff it's fucking cool yeah, different swords awesome. you can get oh, swords are dope yeah they're yeah. really good yeah, um, I can't recommend this book enough. I bought this really recently, and I thought it was fucking cool as shit. Yeah, links will be in the description for sure for all of this stuff. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I'm probably going to end up getting Vermis as well at some point. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> that was I, I saw I, I saw them on Instagram. I started following them, and they're like, "I'm putting out this book," and I saw it was like a weird fantasy like D yeah. manual. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm buying this oh, so yeah. fast!" Like it was like the coolest thing. Instagram's like a, it's almost like a digital business card nowadays. It's like, mm-hmm. that's where people find their work and find their art, you know? The thing yeah. is, I love what the internet has done for content creators and especially like artists and writers Agreed. and publishers. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like a double-edged sword where it's very oversaturated now. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That, that is the downside for sure. And, uh, and yeah. now it's almost been rendered uh, very worthless in my opinion because it's like you're competing with all these people. You're taking this baby that you work so hard on and you're kind of throwing it in a river of sewage hoping somebody finds your diamond. Yeah. yeah. You know it's mean? almost like a shotgun spray where you're trying to get as many avenues as you can to get yeah. out there, right? You're selling as much as you can. Like yeah. Instagram is like this necessary evil you got to use it, right? So it's... And I feel like... People, content like especially comic book creators are really just doing it for the love of the game now, which is mm-hmm. uh, which is fine by me, I guess. Yeah, I, I just want to tell the stories that I want to tell, but um, you know, some money. That's fair. <laughs> who doesn't? But also, like, it's also neat because like the internet, like the people who should find this book will find this book, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like the people who are going to buy this are the people who are going to love it. Yeah. Right. Like, like. I picked it up for sure. I'm like, oh, Miguel wrote a company. Easy well, yeah. buy. Easy fucking buy. Right? Easy buy um, as well. As like, as soon as I had the money, I was like, order. so fucking gorgeous, it's though. It's $20 Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, it's, it's $14.99 not... in America. It's true. Yeah. Uh, but, like... Wow. Yeah, I agree. It is, like, it's an oversaturated thing. Like, if I was, like, Johnny off the street, it might take me months to find this. Yeah. But, like, at least I would find it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I hope people really enjoy it. It's... I've... I am really a fan... Of some of the, I am very proud of some of the jokes that I've created in this. Yeah, that's some of them probably what I'm most great. proud of. Oh yeah, like it is a um, funny book. You know what I mean? Like, there's no forced jokes in it. Like, you did really no. well. With yeah. it. The Nazi serum is one of my. Oh, it's <laughs> fucking great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, yeah. So I really hope you guys enjoy. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess at this point, should we should we branch into a, a wrap up? Yeah, yeah. What let's, you guys say? Go for it. No, I that's. I was just I was just gonna switch into my announcer voice and say that Blockman and Punch oh, is available yeah. on Amazon.com. <laughs> Amazon. It'll be soon available on paranoidamerican.com. That's my publisher, Tom. Fantastic. Awesome dude. Nice. And uh, yeah, buy his other books. He's always putting out really cool stuff. And, yeah. uh, and where can we find more of you? More of me, the McKenna Reserve. And if you live in the city of Winnipeg, you can come to Wee Johnny's on Wednesday nights nice. to watch me <laughs> do middling to okay sets on stage. <laughs> <laughs> You're a rising star, Miguel. You're a rising star. Uh, and I was, as always, too, I've been Brennan Lumsden. You can find me on um, Brennan the Viking on Instagram, as well as uh, Invincible Principle Podcast on Instagram, and Brennan the Viking on TikTok. <laughs> on fucking TikTok, okay? That terrible app everyone hates. I'm the uh, guy with very few social medias. You can find me nowhere. Uh, you can find me... I have an Instagram because Brennan made me make one. I did. Uh, but I'm mainly available through... Uh, Random Cinema, our sister show, um, 
and of course Invincible Principle, and soon enough, hopefully more, you guys are fucking monsters. Um, doot Alright guys, that was None the- that sneaky dickens! <laughs> that was the Invincible Principle. Miguel, thank you so much for being here. Thanks right. for having me, guys. That's really you guys. Yeah, having thanks for coming on. down on our special episode. I stepped all over your your outro. That's okay. Yeah, go. buy the book Blockman and Punch. Uh, you can look that up on Amazon. You can find my name, or you can go through my uh, Instagram, uh, the McKenna Reserve, or the the publisher Paranoid American. Yeah. And thanks again for. I think you're like our first guest. Yeah, you're the first guest ever. Oh yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, you did. Fucking knocks out. As always, bye bye. Yeah. Take care, everybody. Bye. And then we get this one, which I now will turn off. This one always gets the little extra riff. Yeah, <laughs> okay. All right. And I'm gay. <laughs>